You just gotta keep living, man. L-I-V-I-N. Welcome to the Rock Your Life Podcast. Discover the tools you need to fulfill the highest, truest expression of yourself. From family and wellness to business and goals, it's time to dream out loud. It's time to rock it. This stuff will rock your world. Rock! And now your host, Chasta. Well, hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Rock Your Life Podcast. I am your host, Chasta. This week, we're going to talk about friendship. And specifically talk about lifelong friends, those friends that you keep forever, the ones that are super close to your heart and soul, those lifers. And odds are you probably only have a few of those types of friends. Now, this conversation was inspired by a podcast I recently found on Audible. This is not an ad for Audible, although I am a massive fan. And if you are a monthly member of Audible, you know that you get extra content for free. And this podcast by Mel Robbins called Start Here is part of your Audible subscription. So if you already have Audible, make sure you listen to it. Again, it's called Start Here. It's so good. Mel Robbins is one of my favorite authors. She's one of my favorite speakers. She is such a phenomenal human being, and she just cuts straight through the BS and gets right to the point and right to the heart of whatever topic she's talking about, and I just adore her. So this podcast goes over a lot of things. I mean, she talks about anxiety, career, family, dreams, and friendship. And in this specific podcast where she's talking about friends, she describes friendships like a tree. So have that beautiful visual of a big bountiful tree in your head, okay? So you've got thousands of leaves on a tree. And she talks about the fact that throughout your life, you're going to have thousands of friends that are like leaves. And they'll come and they'll go and they'll blow off the tree and the new will grow. And those are more of your casual friends. Great people, people you love, but they're more of your casual friends. And then you have your branch friends. Those are more substantial people in your life. And those will also come and go. They may stay forever or they may break off at some point in time and you lose that friendship and that's part of life. And then also you have your root friends and we're really going to focus on root friendships today and those are those lifelong friends. She also refers to those people as 4 a.m. friends. Those are friends that you can call at 4 o'clock in the morning when you need to pour your heart and soul out to that person. Number one, they'll answer. And number two, you would feel comfortable telling them your problems at 4 a.m. So those are really the closest people to you. Now, I have to say, thank God above. I am very blessed to have the most incredible tribe around me. I have wonderful friends. I have wonderful friends that are considered leaf friends, more casual friends, but still super important in my life. I have tons of branch friends who I adore. And then of course, my root friendships, they know who they are. They're my tribe. They're my lifers. And those are most important and close to my heart, of course. And to be honest, there are friends of mine that may be considered leaf friends or branch friends that I wish were root friends. I mean, I love them so, so much that I wish that I could be with them and talk to them all the time and have them as more a part of my life. It's just that, you know, you only have a limited amount of resources and that main resource being time. And so we can't invest all of our time and energy into everybody. So the odds are that your root friends, you only have a few and that's okay. That's the way it should be. Quality over quantity. That's what I say. So number one, I just want to say, I feel super blessed for the people in my life. And if you're one of those people, you know who you are and I love the crap out of you. Number two, 
I am talking today with my best friend, my sister from another mister, Gianna Franco. Now, if you have followed me for any amount of time at all, you know who Gianna is. I have hosted talk shows with Gianna. We have had podcasts together. She is the godmother of my son. She is such a big part of my lifelong story. And the fact that she hasn't been on the Rock Your Life podcast yet is a cry and shame uh, and also quite surprising. But it really comes down to time management. Gianna and I, we have busy lives, both of us do. And so getting our schedules together, it's complicated. And actually, that's one of the reasons that we don't have a podcast together right this very second. It's just time management. She has multiple children, a full household, multiple jobs. Same story here. I only have one kid, but a full household. We run a music center. I have a TV show, two radio shows and a podcast. You see where I'm going here. It's very busy. So Gianna, nonetheless, is my true love as a sister. And I wanted to bring her on to talk about lifelong friendships because she will always be in my life. And I wanted to just love on her and share her with you guys. So thank you for being here. I hope that you enjoy our conversation The most important thing that I have to remember is her and I are recording this, so (laughs) we're going to have to be careful with what we say, because you know how it is when you get on the phone with a dear friend, some things fly, so I guess I should put out a disclaimer. I don't know exactly what that disclaimer is, but just, you know, give us grace. How about that? All right, so let's get to it. Here is my best friend, my sister from another mister, Gianna Franco. Hi, best friend. How are you? Good. I'm good. Good. I um, am already recording, so we're on the record. Okay. <laughs> but don't say anything. I know. Halfway through, if I'm like, could you cut that out? You got to. Oh, cut yeah. It out. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. You know, we've got the, the cone of trust here, right? We're, we're <laughs> within the cone of trust. I have editing powers. Thank God this isn't live because I was, I was joking with you uh, earlier. Like, we have to remember that we're not just Zoom chatting, that this is actually a podcast. We have to be right. very careful. So, I've already done the intro about what an amazing human you are and how much I love you. Oh, so, stop. <laughs> I love you. I miss you so much. I know. I miss you too. I do. I, I, I think the hardest thing is just knowing that you're, I don't know, two blocks away. I was I, just going to say that. Like see you never because of everything that's going on, but we're being safe. We're trying to do the right thing. It just sucks. You know, outside of just the one or two times going by your house and you happen to be outside or we do a little yeah. social distance bike ride, but yeah, it sucks. It's hard. It really does suck. And I know like, you know, a lot of people have taken risks and taken chances with their closest friends and their family and stuff. And, but we can't really do that. Um, your mother has been ill, um, during all of this COVID situation. Yeah. So we've had to take this especially carefully, you know, um, because she can't get sick at all. She can't be around any illness. And obviously Nana Irma is most important. Uh, so we've been really taking it incredibly seriously. So even though, we live two blocks apart. Our sons are each other's godson. Like I know. It, I mean, we're family, we're sisters, but we can't see each other right now. Um, and it's been unbelievably hard. And I just have to tell you, I've wanted to have you on this podcast forever because a lot of people know, but some people may not know that we used to host well for God on and off for 13 years or maybe something like that. That long? Yeah. (laughs) Because we started hosting a talk show together back in 04. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. From back there. Yeah. Yeah. We're starting from the beginning. Okay. Yeah. The evolution of uh, our best friendship. So yeah, because we met in 04 and around, maybe it was 05, around 04, 05, uh, we started a talk show way back then in LA, in our LA days. So fun. I know. It was called Three-Way Talk. Me, you, and Susan at first. 
Right. And then it was me, you and Natalie, and we were nationally syndicated for a while. And so we did that for a long time. And then we did Candu Divas for a long time, which all of that content is still up on YouTube. So if you want to go have a laugh, go <laughs> pull up Candu Divas on YouTube. We had so much fun with that. And the only reason that we don't do this podcast together is because of life. Like, yeah. you know, it's been, we've gone through everything and we'll get into that in our friendship. We've gone through everything together and life has been really hard in a couple of different ways over the last several years. And so it's, it's made us focus and hunker down on our families and, you know, we've had to, to really focus on that. And so less time doing fun stuff like podcasts and whatnot. Um, but that's why I wanted to have you on here for so long because it's, it honestly, the very first podcast I did by myself was so weird. Cause I've never not done with that one without <laughs> you. It was so strange. Like, Where is she? Wait, Gianna should be like, right now. What's happening? I would make a really uh, good joke and be like, ha Okay. <laughs> I promise every joke is funny. I listened to them all. I gave you the most amazing review also, also on a Apple iTunes. Um, but no, I totally understand. And it's true. It's just life does sort of take control or, you yeah. know, and I got my kids and you, well, I'm sure we'll talk about it at some point, but you know, yeah. the struggles to get there. And then with my mom being ill and having her needing me so much, I just, you know, I don't know. I've just put my life on hold to be yeah. and care for the ones I love. And that's okay for me. I, I still, I, I miss our candidivas and little things like that. Cause that sure. was like my girl time, Chaz. Like that was when I got to disconnect, have fun, girl talk, talk whatever. I mean, the off-air stuff was even funnier, which I wish sometimes we could put on the air. Um, but yeah, it, I do. I know. It's hard. Life, it, it, life is wonderful, but it's also challenging. It um, is. But I mean, I think that's, that is the reason that I wanted to talk about our friendship, most importantly, because I listened over the weekend to a podcast on Audible. It's not an ad for Audible, but Mel Robbins, she's one of my favorite writers, favorite speakers, and she is doing a podcast now on Audible. And one of her episodes was about friendship and about long lasting lifetime type friends. But she went through, um, basically she compares friendships to a tree. So think about a tree. Okay. And you have leaves and you have tons of leaves. You have tons of friends that are like casual encounters, you know, people, acquaintances, they come sure. in, in your life, no big deal. And, and they're great people and they love you and you love them, but that's it. Right. And they may fall off at some point and it's not the end of the world. Then you have branches and those are more substantial friends who are there for a significant portion of your life and maybe for a significant reason in your life. Maybe they served a real purpose. And then when that purpose, you know, sort of wrapped up, then they dropped off and, and fell away. And then you've got the roots, right? And, and you've got the ones that are always there. And obviously you are my root friendship. Like you're the one Aww. that goes deep. Crap. I'm going to start crying. <laughs> Shocker. Okay. Breaking news, everyone. <laughs> Chasta, half the time I text message her and if it's something like sappy, I was like, okay, so hold on. Don't cry yet. Don't cry yet. I'm such a sap. You are I was, so funny. I was literally running the other day and when I was listening to this and I had to stop because I had this like huge knot in my throat listening to her talk about root friendships because she was talking about like how, you know, I mean, she really went deep with the, uh, the metaphor here, but talking about watering the tree and watering the friendships. And she said something interesting that I thought, you know, she was talking about seasons and how these long lifelong friendships, they go through seasons. And I, I can like literally look back over our 16 year friendship and see the seasons. And I, Aww. that's what I wanted to focus cool. on is like, wow, we have really, I mean, we went through singlehood together. Yes. God love it. We <laughs> Those stories will be limited today, I think. 
Vegas. We yeah, Vegas. 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 Sunset Strip. Um, <laughs> we, we Halloween. We went through stalking boyfriends together. I mean, we really have done it all in our tour buses at concerts. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yes, tour Sorry. buses. Um, we've gone through, I mean, truly, we've gone through divorce. We've gone through yeah. renovations that lasted um, a decade. Uh, we've gone through um, pregnancies. We've been in the room for each other whenever we've had our children and those stories. Uh, we've gone through death, my father's death. Um, yeah. I mean, we've car accidents, evictions. We were roommates for five years and then we got evicted because of a douchebag that lived next door. But it's amazing how like, you know, we used to, when we were single women and we had nothing but time on our hands, we would be literally texting and pinging all day, every day. Like, and we lived together, but we would oh. be from room to room. It was yeah, a real codependent relationship. It really was. But you know what? It was good, but it wasn't unhealthy. It was, oh, a, no, it was no, a positive no. codependent relationship, but it was, I mean, like you're, you're my ride or die. So, you know, if I was going to bed, my bed was always the cloud. We called it the cloud. Oh, it was yes. so cozy. Um, but, and I had something to tell you, you know, I wasn't going to take the time to get up and walk to, to you. To roll out of the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> so comfortable in the cloud. I'm like, I'm just going to text her because there's just, I think that's what's so fun about our friendship is mm -hmm. we always, it doesn't matter. Like we could go a week without talking. We text all the time though. I mean, yeah. it's never, there's never non-communication. And if it goes a couple days, it's weird. I'm like, oh shoot, I got to check in with Chaz. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. So, but I think it's just, you know, it's just this constant stream of either, conversations, deep conversations or laughs or, you know, Hey, what do you think of this? Or we'd run things by each other. I don't know. It's just, it's such a good, I've always valued how back and forth our relationship has been. It's never been one-sided, you know, we've mm -hmm. always been there for each other. I, and I think that's, what's been so hard about, you know, this time during COVID yeah. and quarantine is like, it's probably been the hardest time of my life. Now here, I'm going to cry. Jesus. Oh, good. It's not, I just blame me. you. I blame you. Um, <laughs> And I just, you know, I rely so much on my girlfriends, especially you. And it's been like, it's, it's, God, it's just, it's so hard to not just like run over and cry my eyes out at your house, just to vent and let it out because it's been nuts. So it's like, I don't know, it's, it's, it's definitely, but I, I feel it still, do you know what I mean? I still feel the love yeah. and I feel the connection, but it's, you know, everything right now is, makes it harder, but that's what I do love about our friendship. It's always been very, you know, codependent, but very, you know, fair and even. And easy. And yeah, easy. You know, easy. we've been very lucky that we naturally, truly uh, on our father's graves, very easily get along. We've never had rifts or fights or catty or uh, we're like the sisters that actually really get along very well. And we've been very lucky. I know that's not every friendship doesn't have that. And I, I count that as one of the biggest blessings of my life. So we've never had those awkward moments. Um, but even if we did, I think it would still be a place where we could come together and go, Hey, you know, we're, we're having this moment and we could work it out. I mean, there's been times where we didn't line up. Like, I mean, I, I very, very clearly remember when you were pregnant and you first had Falcon and I didn't have a kid. Like there were things I couldn't, I just couldn't relate to. Sure. You know what I mean? Just cause I wasn't a mom, but I tried very hard, you know what I mean? And I would try to like, I would at least listen and try to understand or, you know, be with you guys and watch what you would do with him and try to relate to it as much as I could. But you had friends that came into your life that could relate to you better and easier in that time, just because that was the season of life that you're in. But, but that's, what's so important when you have a lifelong relationship and friendship with somebody that if you hit a season where you're not like completely simpatico that you right. don't go, well, that was a branch and that person's gone and moving on. There are a few people in your life that are worth 
sticking those times out where it may not completely jive. Does that make sense? It totally does. And I think, I mean, I think that's the testament to a true friendship. I mean, if yeah. you have a friend, like when I had Falcon, you know, it, it took me very long to get pregnant yeah. and you know, I really, it, I wanted every single minute with him, like no matter what. And yeah. you were the friend who didn't care if I took him, you know, to the house when there was a party, like you didn't yeah. care if oh, you yeah. went out to dinner or you didn't, you didn't fault me for not being the fun single best friend that was out at the bars or anything like that, even though we were both married at the time, but right. But you know, still. like, yeah, my lifestyle changed and mm. you were, you were right there with me. You know, you never made me feel bad about it. You supported it and you were anything that you could do. You did with us. Yeah. Which was awesome. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was about being really, you know, understanding and also just um, getting that I wasn't like, I wasn't in that same place. And at that time, which is weird to say to me now, like to say out loud is I didn't think I was ever going to be in that place. Like I didn't want a child. I, I didn't think I was going to have kids. What See, a joke I never that believed is. that. I, I know. Every time you said that and I, and, I, and you can, you can say this. I, I, every time I was like, Chasta, that is going to change. That's like, so gonna true. You're going to feel so different at some point. And I knew it. I knew at some point. And then of course, Cody Bear came along and that was that. And are so. you kidding me? Like life yeah. without him, I can't even imagine. <laughs> but it's, you know, it, it, she said in this podcast, she was talking about like how to keep a friendship going. And she said to text or have communication once every two weeks is that's not her saying that that's like scientific. Like if you want to keep a relationship going to have some sort of connection to that person every two, every 14 days. And I was like, well, that's interesting. Like if you're really, if your life's insane, as it is for you, for instance, you know, you could almost make yourself a note or an alarm on your calendar or an alarm on your phone to go check in with friends. And that way you could send out texts like, Hey, just thinking of you or whatever you and I, we are, you know, we do this a lot. So that's not a problem for us, but I could see how it could be a little crazy right now for people and for in getting lost in the day-to-day -day whatever is happening right now sure. can take over your life especially if you've got you know a lot of kids or a lot of family or whatever or multiple jobs and then all of that gets lost and a month could go by just like that but i guess those true friends though aren't going to mind if it takes you a month to just say hi right That's, i mean absolutely I, I feel like the, the friends that, you know, that if I'm cleaning dishes or hanging out and all of a sudden someone pops in my mind, oh, I got to call them. Oh, I need to say hi. I just kind of sort of do it, you know, mm -hmm. as soon as I can think of it at the moment or when I can, or like, okay, calm tomorrow, calm tonight when I have a second, even five minutes. I don't know if I could do like the scheduled, okay, it is October 13th. <laughs> I am now going to call uh, my friend from high school who I still want to be connected to, but I don't know. That's, I, I get it for some people, but I don't know. I feel like it's more. I prefer to have the organic feelings and I would like that back. I would, I would yeah. love that reciprocated. Like if someone's thinking of me, you know, call me, I may not always pick up the phone. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's a lot. It's, it's about the, the root friends versus the, the branch friends too. Branches. Like I, in my opinion, I, and I know you agree, like we, I only need a few. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm counting my mom and my husband in my root friends. I think that's okay. You know, I only have a handful of root friends, you know, um, and then I've got the branch friends and I love them, but I may not talk to them or see them all the time. Um, and then the leaves are, you know, they come in the go or maybe they're social media friends, but I actually keep a list of my closest friends. I, you and I talked about this on a can do diva episode a few years back. And I still have that list in my phone. I have a list of my closest friends, which sounds weird. It's like, why wouldn't you be able to think of them off the top of your head? Well, you can, but you want to make sure you have like, these are my, these are my peeps, my tribe. Easier, right? Yeah. And I, and I just, 
every once in a while, I'll cruise through there and make sure, not like on a schedule, like, you know, hey, I got to go schedule this in my calendar, but I'll be like, oh God, I haven't texted Jeff in a while. Let me make sure I do that. Or I haven't seen Carol, oh, okay. or, you know, and so I'll send like a, hey, just thinking of you kind of thing. But you're, the, the truth is, is like with you and I, when you've got those root friends, right? And, and maybe there are a few, you can pick up the phone while your kid is screaming and go, hey, just wanted to say, I love you. I was thinking about you. I know you have two minutes. How many of our conversations go like that? I love the ones when you're just like, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to call you back. <laughs> you literally have a lot going on right now. My little one is 16 months old. So he is definitely very vocal and very demanding, yeah. especially since I'm home all the time working from home. He's like, mommy, 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 just 24 seven. Right. So yeah, I mean, I, I think our conversations definitely either lead with child screaming or end <laughs> with child screaming or some kid pops on at some point either to ask a question or Falcon's going to want to FaceTime with Cody. Well, that's what usually happens is the face. If we FaceTime, it eventually gets taken over by oh, the yeah. kids. I had to lock the door. Yeah. <laughs> we had to schedule this podcast at a time where we knew that we would both have daycare for children, that we could actually have child-free quiet time, quote unquote, exactly. to, and be able to do this. Because, I mean, we used to do our Candidiva episodes the same way. And half the time, those episodes were just an excuse to hang out. Totally. Because like the people in our lives... Home. Yeah, they would respect the time that we had to do a podcast. And it was like, okay, we can multitask. We can do a podcast because we're both broadcasters and we love to do that. But then also we can have our girly time and talk about whatever. <laughs> so it was a total it was Such a good plan. Such it, a good plan. I it is it. a good plan. Maybe we'll get back to that when life, you know, quote unquote, calms down or comes back to normal or, or oh, whatever yeah. it is. Um, but we'll get back to that, hopefully. But, I, you know, I just, I, honestly, I just wanted to love on you a little bit and just tell you, thank you for being my, my, uh, my root friend. She also referred to that as a 4 a.m. friend. And when she says that, like when she said that phrase at first, I was like, a 4 a.m. friend, that must be somebody you call in the middle of the night if you need something. And she's like, no, most people, if you call them and they're even a casual friend, if it's an emergency, they will come to your aid if they're a decent human. But a 4 a.m. friend is like, I can't sleep. Something is aching in my soul. I need to tell someone about it. Who will answer my phone call? The odds that you have more than two or three of those people is very low. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, that's like, imagine waking up at 4 a.m. and like bawling your eyes out and needing to express yourself. Like that list, I assume, would be small. Um, and thank God that you're on that very short list for me. And typically you and I are up at 4 a.m. anyway. So. <laughs> Just going to say that. I'm like, okay, so tomorrow I'm going to be your 4 a.m. call. But you'll yeah. be awake. So that's the good part. We're both <laughs> awake because we work crazy morning hours. I do love that though. This uh, podcast has a lot of really good analogies on how to describe friendship. That's actually a very cool way to put it is your four yeah. friend. I do like that. I might steal that. Yeah, it's true. But I mean, I, I just love the whole, the whole analogy of that and the tree as well. I just thought was a very good visual of how to think about it because sometimes when you lose friends, you think it's like personal or that it means that the relationship ended in a bad way. But I've had people or relationships the, where that person served a very specific purpose in your life. Like either you learned something from them or they were an avenue to get you to a place in your life. And then they dropped away. Like you got to mm -hmm. that place or you learned that lesson from that person or vice versa. And they dropped away and it's okay. Like just every ending relationship doesn't necessarily mean that it was a devastating blow. Yeah, no, I think definitely. I think there's a lot of friends, especially work friends, because when you change jobs, sometimes yeah. you lose connection with people that you work with. And then there's people that you stay in contact with because you just created a bond or a friendship. Um, and I, I think 
that's part of that. And it just, Mm -hmm. it's the way of life. It's the, the problem is, is when there's those people who don't have the same vibe or feelings in that friendship as you do, you know, it's where they tend to, you know, it become a little bit more demanding of your time or want to spend. And that's okay. I'm not, I don't mean that sound bad or anything. I I love the fact that people want to be friends and stay, you know, connected. That's one of my favorite things about just people in general is being around them. Yeah. But you know, sometimes there's just, I mean, let's be honest, I don't, not a lot of time on my hands sometimes and I'm going to spend it with my roots. Exactly. I was just going to say, I'm going to speak freely and frankly right now. Like I, I, <laughs> I have a hard time with needy people, like just in general, people who are just overly needy and like they need a lot of attention or affection because of that. It's like, Okay. If you're going to be, this sounds really snotty, but just roll with me here. And I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to our listeners because they're going to be like, she's a dick. (laughs) But if you're going to be in my life, I need you to just, I need you to just roll with it. And I'm going to roll with you, you know, because life is so bumpy and life is so crazy that like, I can't have some of these, like I called you three times and you didn't call me back in 24 hours, or I sent you an email and you didn't respond immediately or I, whatever. I just, that's really hard for me. And I think that's why you and I gel so much. It's like, we don't panic in those moments. Cause I had one of my best friends and, and I lost that relationship over that demand of like that very needy demand um, because we were in a different season in life. And, and I loved her so much, but she expected me to like drop everything when she would need it. And I was like in a whole different space and time, you know, and, and sometimes you just can't, you can't make those two worlds fit and, and that's okay. It sucks it's sucks sometimes, no, but it's okay. It does. And it's nothing against one or the other, you know, right. it's not like you guys didn't have well intentions or good intentions. It's just, I agree. Sometimes just some relationships are a little too demanding. It's kind of like when you're dating someone, mm-hmm. you know, if, if, if there's a guy that's just a little too much at times for me personally, I'm not into it. I don't exactly. like, I, I don't like relationships that are just, you know, constantly text messaging me, checking on me. Where are you? What are you doing? It gets, you know, let's do this. What's your Friday night? Like, I think friendships are very similar. Yeah. I think there's time and place for everybody. And you try to bring them all together when you can, but you know, there's just ones you do prioritize. It's a fact. And I don't think anyone would be offended by that. Cause I think everyone in their life has that, or at least I hope they do. Yeah. have their root friends that they can focus on and then kind of everything else sort of fills in. Right. Exactly. Grows on the tree with the leaves. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We're <laughs> into that visual. Um, I, to quote my husband, I love this quote cause it's so true. He says this all the time with marriage, um, that, you know, it's hard, but it shouldn't be that hard. Like people are like, Oh, marriage is so hard. You know, people will go on about it. And I, and he always says the same thing. I, every time he says that I like almost finished the sentence cause I know what he's coming. It's true. Like, you know, you should work on your relationships. You should sure. work on your friendship. You should put time and love and energy into them uh, because you love the people on the other side of that relationship. But if it's, that much work and it's that hard. You need to step back and take like a 10,000, you know, foot view and go, all right, what's really happening here? And relationships, whether it's love, intimate love or friendship love, they're all very similar. Very similar. And I think a lot of that is true with quarantine. I think a lot of people have spent so much time together, especially with the relationships and you're hearing of people, you know, getting divorced or you're hearing of people like reconnecting totally because they actually have time together. Their lives were so busy together, but separate now that they were in the same house doing all this crazy stuff together, it's kind of worked itself out. So that's a very good point. Jay makes a very good point. He does. It shouldn't be that hard. Um, and we have seen people 
in the celebrity world and friendships, I've seen people getting divorced um, because all of a sudden their life went whoop and it's down to like, here's this little bubble that you're in. I mean, both physically and emotionally, all of it. It's just right here. And sometimes it's too much. There's no escaping. There's no getting away. There's no going on work trips and being apart for long enough. And I've also seen the opposite of that. People who moved in together right at the beginning of COVID. Like wow. how crazy is that? And flourished because That's they awesome. had time to really flush out this beautiful relationship with less distraction maybe. And so, and now they're engaged. Oh, that's cool. So, I mean, you know, it's cool. It can go any direction, but it was funny when I was thinking of doing this podcast, I was like, all right, I want it. This is what I want to talk about friendships and how to like, you know, support friendships and, and have lifelong friendships. And if you put anything in remotely like that in Google, what starts to auto come up is during COVID. It will end with during COVID because people are having a hard time curating their friendships and relationships during COVID. Isn't that so sad? That sucks. That is sad. But I think it's also too, some people really do need that physical connection. I mean, I miss, I miss giving you a hug. I miss seeing Cody. I miss, you know, going to a show and seeing like Jay's band play. Right. I mean, things like that. I I mean, that's, you guys are our family. So it's very hard to not have that, you know, those moments. I feel like we're missing out on a ton of stuff, but you know, I also feel like I can pop up a Zoom call or FaceTime or I could call you whenever. And even if I leave a message, you'll call me back or vice versa or shoot me a text. So I'm, I I just, I think there are people who really do need that connection. And then maybe it just goes to show you that some people are kind of alone. Yeah. You know, I think it's, a, if you had to spend quarantine by yourself, if you didn't have a roommate, if you lived alone, I mean, and you didn't have a ton of connections, yeah. I mean, that's gotta be really difficult. My, I mean, that definitely breaks my heart a little bit because it's tough, you know, yeah. all that time, you know, solitary by yourself. It's, yeah. it's difficult. So yeah. Jay said something the other day to me that is, it's, he so nailed me. He's like, I feel like you're one of the only people I know that's thriving during COVID because, <laughs> because I, I'm a den animal. I'm a cancer. I like to be in my little hole and, little you know, peek out. I'm an introvert and people don't believe me. My mom has even argued me with this. I've taken psychological tests online. I'm an introvert. I'm an extroverted introvert though, because of the job that we have being both broadcasters, we get to express ourselves on the radio and on TV and we get all of that, you know, dancing monkey fun stuff out. But then I like to, in my home, I like to be in my hole and be with my closest. And while of course I miss hugging my closest friends and family, you guys, and I miss having, you know, a lot of those moments. I also don't really mind being in my little cave with my closest. And he's right. I am thriving in that way because we have all this family time and we get to go on these hikes and all of these bike rides and have these intimate conversations and fire pit moments and stuff that I personally live for that I'm quality time. That's my love language. Right. So like, I'm like living in my best life over here, which is, it sounds kind of shitty to even say that because some people are struggling so much in the opposite way. And I'm blessed to be able to say that because I'm not doing what you just said. I'm not living my life by myself. It might be a completely different experience if I were in this home alone. And you don't need to qualify by saying that might sound shitty to say it's your life. It's what you experience and what you do. And and there is, you are, you have the biggest heart. You're incredibly compassionate. And I'm sure if there was anyone who needed anything, you'll be right there for them. But this is your life. And that's, I mean, and if it's working out and you're thriving and you're doing okay, that's great. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think the whole point is we all want to get to a point where we're, back to have some sense of normalcy or at least making the best of our situation. Mm -hmm. And granted, there are people who are dealing with horrible things right now. And 
you know, our heart and our prayers are there for them, Mm -hmm. but you have to do what's best within your life too. You know, you have to consider your, your husband, your child, your life, your job, you have to make your rent, you know, your house payment, all that stuff. So it's not, I don't know. I think everyone's situation is totally different and you make the best of what you have, which is a great quality. Yeah. I think that's good. Well, and it actually, you may have nailed it there. It it also aligns with the fact that I'm always looking for the silver lining. Like that's just my nature. I'm always looking for the positive like spin. So my big positive spin right now has been like, well, I'm only having one child. So I think you never know. So I'm going to get to- what. I'm only having one child. So we, so we think the good Lord, remember the good Lord gave me Cody. So out of nowhere, remember? So I'm just saying, I'm not planning on having another child, but if it came upon me, who knows? This is so vague. I don't know. <laughs> we're talking about this afterwards. Like, is this something you should be telling me? God, no, no, no. It's just so bad. Okay, because I'm I'm all about being vulnerable, open and honest on this podcast. Uh, this month I did have a scare. It was like a big okay. scare, like take okay. the test okay. scare. And so Jay and I, of course, we, we were only planning to have Cody, but we had to have that big talk of like, oh, good. Just in case. <laughs> just in case, you know, I mean, we know we would keep it. That was never in question, but it was more of like a, can we mentally get back in that zone? <laughs> the no sleep. I'm speaking to you who just are going through this still diapers, not as much sleep, you know, no energy and all that. So we kind of had a funny conversation over the weekend is like, Oh boy. All right. Are we ready to do this again? Well, should I save my baby stuff? I mean, no, in theory, no, but God has a sense of humor. So you never know. Because I mean, we've, we, we've like passed it to each other. Like I gave you stuff for Cody when I had Falcon, then you've given it back to me for Zeppi. And now we've like passed a lot of it on to other I people know. having kids. So we got to make this all like work itself out. Because I know. Because the good stuff though, you know. <laughs> I'll keep the good stuff for you. I love that we just went on a very honest side tangent there about my pregnancy scare. Um, yeah, there was a moment where I was like, oh, dear God, I'm going to have to call Gianna and tell her to like hold the crib. And like, oh, dear God, I was like panic, clop sweating. What's going to happen? But we're the not best part of that, you're, you would be panicking and my response would be, oh, you would be thrilled. Are you kidding? You'd be like, <laughs> oh, my the moon. oh, my God, planning everything. <laughs> I mean, it would be, yeah, oh, geez, oh, geez. And thankfully so. But my point to all that, circling back, I'm circumventing. Um, was that, you know, if I only have one kid, you know, I'm only going to have one four-year-old and I'm only going to have one five-year-old. Like these moments are isolated. So my positive spin to being home so much with all of the COVID restrictions is that I get to spend more time with this kid than I yeah. ever would have normally, Totally, you know, and he really still loves me as he gets older, you know, and as a teen, he may not want to be around me as much. So right now I'm soaking up all this kisses and huggies and mommy, you know, all of that. Oh, um, it's my know, favorite so thing. Wonderful. Oh God. I live, live, live. I, I it's funny because I mean I, I love my career. I love what I do for a living, but I I swear to God, like the, the happiest time and the, my happy place is literally just hanging out with my boys. It oh. what what kills me too is like even when they're being little shits, yeah. I'm still like, God, you're such an a-hole right now, but I love you. Totally like more than the moon, the world, everything. Like just adore your pants off. Yes, I, I mean, know. It's just, even when them. they're being buttheads, it's like, God, you're such, such a stinker, but I love you. And I, thank God you're so cute. <laughs> you know? I know, I know, but it's true. It's true. When you become a parent, it definitely changes your world and your perspective. And I will agree with you. I, you know, having Zeppelin 
and with COVID starting around, you know, February, March, just being home all the time, I've had so much time with him. And I did have a lot of time with Falcon too, but you know, there were times where I worked split shifts, where I worked the morning at the TV station, the afternoon at the radio station, and it just got overwhelming. And I, you know, would check myself like, okay, I'm missing out on some very valuable time with my child. Yeah. And that's, I'm like, okay, scale back, take a break, take a breath. And this and is giving you time grateful. to reflect on that. It gives you a yeah. time to re- reflect on what's really important. And that was part of this podcast I listened to. And also a great quote by another favorite author, Dave Hollis, who said, you know, this gives you a time to reflect on what is worth going back to. You know, when life is goes back to normal, whatever that is, what is worth going back to and who is worth going back to? Maybe you had toxic friendships or toxic relationships in your life and you've had a bit of time to separate from them for all of these reasons. And now you have, you get a chance almost to go, is that something that I want in my life again? You know, and in all of this space and time could maybe help you in separating it if you needed to, you know, and I thought that was an interesting way to spin this whole thing and, and look at it as well. Kind of a different. Well, I know he's needing to look at some stuff lately. Yeah. And he is one of those people that we were talking about that's getting divorced. So he's having so, a lot of reflective time. Good life lesson there. Good advice. Good yeah. Advice. Right. Experience some things are, are toxic. And I, I think, I I am totally speculating. Now we're getting into gossip territory. But I think that that is one relationship where they had, like they went from being so busy, so crazy, like, you know, trips for work, like, I don't even know, 80% of the year or something insane like that. To like being in that house, just the two of them with four kids all the time, nonstop. And that's a huge shift. That's a huge shift for anybody. Um, and I think if you were already having problems in the beginning of COVID and then that happens, it just compounds everything kind of, you know, so. And just to add to that, just everyone, we should all keep in perspective that everyone's life is their own. And I mean, I joke about it because I follow Dave and Rachel Hollis. Obviously they're going through anybody in the self-help world knows what we're talking about. We know exactly. I said, but I, I, I get so angry and I've, Pete's my only marriage. It'll be 13 years. 13 years, yeah. I think, this year, yeah. right? 13? Yeah. Ooh, snap, 13. Okay, 13 years next month. And um, so I don't know what it's like to go through a divorce, but I've seen some people I love go through divorces. Peace, yes. I'm his second marriage. Yep. Um, and I, I get so angry when people like just, oh, they're getting a divorce. Oh my God. You know, hey, it doesn't work out. When you break up a relationship, no one's like, oh my God, you were together for five years. Holy cow. Okay, yeah. so you got married. I get it, you know, yeah. but to each their own, you know, sometimes that relationship has run its course. So just let it, it is what it is. We never really know everything that's going on behind closed doors, you know, and, and it's, it's unfortunate to assume everything to, to think that you, if you play a role in their lives from an outsider's point of view, you know, you're looking from the outside in and you're seeing what's happening, then that doesn't necessarily give you a right to fill in all of the rest. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, you know, you're seeing bits and portions and probably if it's on social media, you're seeing the best part. You know, and so you don't have any idea, all the toxic baggage, everything else behind it. Cause we all have that on, in one way or another. I was married before I've talked about that on this podcast, you know, and some things that was a relationship that served me at, at a specific time. And I, him, you know, we both learned things out of that. Um, because I was with him, because he moved with me to California, I was able to move to California from Oklahoma. And I might not have been able to do that had he not been my partner in that way. So who knows? I mean, if you're looking at this again from a 10,000, you know, feet view, you could almost give that relationship and him a little credit to where I am today, right? Because he was helped me on that path. 
And I think that's the positive way to look at relationships overall and the span of your life is like trying to find the good that came from whatever that path was or whatever that person served for you. Yeah. And, at, and hopefully at some point you learn something out of it. You gain some knowledge to either better the next relationship or to say, okay, I, that's, that, I can't do that now again. Like this is not the type of relationship that's going to work for me. So exactly. it's all a learning process. It is, you know, yeah. and it's unfortunate that they have kids, which makes it very, com- makes it complicated and more yeah. difficult, but yeah. they're very smart. They're very successful. They'll work it out. And I love how we just <laughs> discussed Dave and Rachel Hollis, like they're friends. I know. I know. Well, it's just I'll like, you know, a call later. I know. <laughs> I know people are probably making fun of us. It's just like people talk about like um, Brad and Angie or something to us, you know, they're celebrities. You, you know, you assume you gossip, whatever. That's our little gossip part of the day. We could literally do this all day as we well know. I I don't, I know you've got your boys waiting on you. I don't want to keep you all day. Um, But I, I just want to say thank you for being my sister in this life. And uh, you know, no matter what season we're in, we always work it out and figure it out. And this is a season that I think you and I could have never imagined, never anticipated and everyone else never imagined and anticipated and finding your way in these relationships through this time uh, is something that we'll never forget and hopefully we'll have these lessons you know learned and I'll say the biggest struggle for me G in all honesty with our relationship and you is not being able to drop everything and come to your side with your mom like not just physically not being able I mean I can't I can't come to you like because it would be dangerous for her (laughs) <laughs> right. No, you know no, I mean? totally. But totally. it's like just I'm, calling you and praying for you, like insanely praying, like every night obsessively is all I can do right now. Like in norm, in normal circumstances, I would pick up my life and Cody and I would be taking her to chemo or we'd be watching the boys while you take her to chemo, or we would be doing all these shuffly things like we normally would, but because of COVID we can't. And so it's been hard to find a way to support you in a way that I want to. Does that make sense? It does. And I do feel the love. I do. I do. I've had such like, sorry, this talk to my mom makes it hard. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, just for the record, she's doing better before anyone gets, oh my God, what happened? And um, hallelujah for that. The prayers yes. are working. The prayers yeah, and the yeah. treatment are working. They are. Yeah. But when COVID started, she was diagnosed with stage four cancer and it's been all at the uh, same time. Yeah. Yeah. All at the same time. It all just kind of happened all at once. And um, yeah, February, the end of February, uh, March 11th is when we got her official diagnosis. And so it's just been, it's been, it's, it's been an interesting, you know, hospital stays. It's, it's been very hard. I'm not going to lie, but she's getting better. And yeah, no, I feel the love. I feel, I feel like I've, I have so many people who, especially you and my family that are there and supportive. And if I need to call someone and just let it out and it, I, I have those, I have those relationships and I'm very, very lucky that she's still here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, sure. It's, it's hard. Trust me. There are moments where I feel like, wow, I mean, you know, there's seriously something the Lord's testing me with or making sure that I can handle quite a bit, which scares me a little bit, but, um, certainly the biggest test I've had to overcome in my life. Oh my God. To be the caregiver um, of your mother, who is your best friend. And in all of this as well with two babies while working from home, like what, what, I mean, we'll look back years and decades from when we're old and gray and we're drinking wine on our front porch one day, we're going to look back and be like, do you remember the shit show that was 2020? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. My friend, my friend Shannon gave me this t-shirt and it has, it's, it had like a rating for 2020 on it. Yeah. You know, and it's like one star highly, like do not recommend. Do you not know? recommend. <laughs> She's like, I know this is how you're feeling. So <laughs> yeah, do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Yeah, oh, it's, it's true. Been it's a been wild a, one. It has been a wild, wild year. But again, my mom's getting 
better. I'm grateful we're, she's here, we're here. And I just look forward to the day that I don't have to social distance with my mom in my own home and I can hug yeah. her and congratulate her on her progress. So we, November is when we hopefully get the official all clear, which we're banking on. So yeah, absolutely. And then hopefully yeah. we all get out of this mess pretty soon and then we can throw her a big cancer-free party. Oh it's God. like way over the top and we're going to go nuts and party plan. <laughs> That's going to be and, our goal. Yes. Hopefully it'll be at a foreign location like Greece. I don't know. Just throwing it I'm out down. There. I'm totally down with that. You know me. I'll be all over planning that mommy daughter trip out of the country. Make it happen. I'm I love you, babe, so much. Thank you for doing this today. Thank you for taking the time. Who's watching the boys right now? Uh, Daddy is, and he leaves for work in 20 minutes. So all right. School. School's happening right now, too. So I best get to work. You best get to work. All right. I love you, babe. We will talk soon. I love soon. you, too. Okay. Bye. Oh God. I love G. What a great conversation. I miss the crap out of her, of course, with COVID and everything. As you heard, we have not seen very much of each other this year, which has been incredibly tough. So I hope you got something out of that conversation. Really, it comes down to you get out what you put in, right? I have as one of my goals to be a better friend. And that's not just to Gianna and my root friends. That's to all of my friends, you know, to put a little extra love and attention out to those that I care about. It is hard, you know, as you heard us talk about, life can get the best of you sometimes and you can get wrapped up in all the craziness of your everyday life and sometimes neglect those that you really do care about. You know, we all have these friendships that we really care about and sometimes it just takes a little extra oomph to show the love that you need to show to these people. So if you are one of my friends and you know who you are, I love you. I have so many good intentions to spread some love on you. If you get a text from me in the next couple of days, you won't be surprised. Um, but I do encourage you to put love into your friendships and keep those root friends for your whole lifetime because there's something very beautiful and special about having people like that that you get to spend all of your years with. I do want to mention one thing. During Gianna and I's conversation, we talked about the the fact that it, this would be a really tough time to spend completely alone. If you were in a home alone and you don't have a roommate or a partner or a family of any kind that you can be with whenever you want, we do want you to know that you are in our hearts. That would be an especially tough thing to go through during this crazy pandemic that we have had in 2020. And we can't obviously relate because that's not our situation, but I can imagine that that would be an extra tough thing to go through. So if you ever want to reach out to me, you can always send me an email. I'm always here. Chasta on air at gmail.com. I love getting emails from you guys and learning more about who you are and what you're interested in and what you value. So send me an email, or of course, you can connect with me on social. It's Chasta Lynn on Instagram, C H A S T A L Y N N. On Twitter, it's just at Chasta, and Facebook is Chasta Radio. So the headline of today, what we learned, share some love, love on those friends, send a text, make a phone call, send an email, drop by with a little gift on the porch, whatever you need to do to show those in your life that you really love them. We'll talk next week. And until then, remember, rock your life.